This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the third tier of V8 racing in Australia, the Kumo V8 Touring Car Series. I hope you'll stay with us. Rob Kirkpatrick is the category manager of the Kumo Series. And the Kumo Series has, over the last few years, really flourished, providing that third level of uh, V8 supercar style competition. Rob? How have you seen the development of it over the years? Oh, it's been really interesting. It's been around for a little while now. It's 2008. We started off with very small grids and sort of built and built and built. And uh, we actually dropped off a bit last year. And I think it goes a little bit cyclical with you know the models, the available models, and uh, and for other reasons. So the program really wasn't the best last year. Uh, we've gone to five rounds and going to all the good tracks, and it's really picked up again this year. So there's some pretty healthy grids sort of. 20s plus now, so it's, uh, we're back in business, so it's good. Interestingly, the commitment to the Shannons Nationals, providing them with a V8 category that the cars are familiar, helps both series. Oh, it does, it does. But it, it's, I mean, it, it's not exclusive to the to the Shannons Nationals, but it's been sort of part of the Shannons Nationals DNA for a long time, and there's obviously some you know, shared interest there. So. Um, you know, that doesn't rule out that um, the category might 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 race somewhere else next year as well. Or maybe maybe have a round with the supercar. I mean, we some you know that's that's a possibility. We need to talk about that, obviously. But um, uh, so it's it's um, yes, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of opportunities. Mm. Interestingly, with the V8 supercars making a decision to allow the new generation cars into the Dunlop series a year earlier than scheduled. There's certainly been talk up and down the paddock that your series might become a beneficiary of that decision because a lot of teams are concerned that it won't be an even playing field there and they see the Kumo series as an opportunity to run in an, an even playing field. Yeah, well, the introduction of the FG Ford and the, and the VE Commodore has been uh, on record for probably three years. So it's no surprise that's happening next year. Um, and. Uh, uh, that's, we'll see a boost in numbers. We'll also see a few drop out because it's this, you know, the, the, the back market's become a little bit less competitive. Uh, so it's going to be pretty serious business up, up the front. So this was this is what happens, you know, we go through we go through cycles and I mean, probably not a lot different than V8 Supercar, you know, it's, with model changes and uh, that's the way it is. So um, we will see probably more of the um, you know, pro teams um, that will be running a couple of cars. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll drop straight out in their own camp, straight out of the development series into the Kumo V8 series. So, um, yeah, definitely. And and uh, you know, we were in some early discussions at this stage, but I mean, it was it was it was a media release a little while ago that there'd be some sort of wild card opportunity for for a Kumo series to run in a DVS round, possibly Bathurst. I mean, that's certainly being discussed. That's no secret, but we've just got to work out how it's actually going to work. <laughs> Um, you know, given that you've got uh, V8 supercar logbooks and V8 touring car logbooks, and whether we we're able to you know, use both in you know, either logbook or you know, it's just technical stuff to work through, and who's eligible to do it and who's not. And um, but certainly the you know we we all recognise the benefits of working together. I guess there has been an us and them mentality for a long time. As a category manager, you perhaps weren't always the one that had that feeling, and it's seeming to be broken down now at other levels? Oh, I think, I mean, in, in the early days we really didn't have anything at all. I mean, it was just, we just went off and did our own thing. And, uh, you know, I guess that there's, there's, there's sort of 
no, nothing. There's no, there was no real discussion. There was no, there was no, there was no sort of. No, I wouldn't say it was us or them. I mean, we've always, we've, you know, we've always uh, respected and, and been complimentary towards V8 Supercar and DVS. It's all part of what we do. We look after each other. Um, but we've gone off and done our own thing, and, and, and it is different in that it is very much a privateer series. You know, there are no restrictions on you know, no, you don't have to run if you don't want to. And you look at there's a lot of technical similarities and etc. But it's very much a privateer sort of gentleman series, and, and uh, we've been happy. But you know, as time goes on, and, and uh, you know, V8 Supercar have been more proactive. Um, I guess we are too. Um, saying look, you know, we're at the end of the day, we're here to provide motor racing opportunities for our customers and let's work together if that's for the fans whatever let's work together and make that happen have you had any indications from current dunlop teams talking to you about what are you doing next year we're thinking of joining you um oh yeah 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 sure yeah. i mean it's, again it's early days we get asked questions and probably probably frank lowndes gets asked more questions <laughs> um yeah from the technical point of view um but uh, yes certainly yeah and and you know, I think I think uh, looking at what's happened, uh, you know the Eggleston's and Matty uh, uh, White and, and THR and, and others are um, uh, you know, obviously very professional in, in what they're doing, and, and they see it as an opportunity. I guess as a business opportunity. Let's be honest, it's a business opportunity. You've got you've got infrastructure, you've got a transport, you've got a workshop, all those things. I mean, why wouldn't you do both? Um, and you can bring your own cars. To across the other series, so yeah, we see more of that happening. I think they're doing a really good job with bringing the younger drivers through as well, you know, the, the young kids through, and uh, um, so I think, um, yeah, there'll be more of that, definitely, there will be. Yeah. And how close do you see yourself as being part of a three-tiered race weekend where you'll have the, the Kumo series, Dunlop series, and then on to the main game, all on the one program? I don't think that's likely. Um, because it's not practical to run three. Um, you know, we just mentioned Eggleston. I mean, it's a bit hard for him to run five cars. So, <laughs> so I think there's a logistic... I mean, I think in, in, in theory, it's probably a good idea. That'd be great. And then you maybe have a TCM as well. You know, yeah. Let's have a big V8 weekend, you know. Um, so uh, it's just not practical. Um, but I see potentially, um, you know, a V8 supercar and a Kumo round. You know, maybe one, let's see how it goes. Maybe that's up to V8 supercar and... and no, but that would be a that'd be that'd be a bit of fun. End of last year, of course, there was cars that are traditionally seen in your series running at Sydney. Was that a bit frustrating to see uh, the competitors going off on their own rather than trying to have a united front and building those links? Oh, it was, yeah, and and we all recognised that it was a very last minute thing, and it was a you know, a group of competitors who actually hadn't been regular, but. Um, and it, it was just one of those things that happened. I mean, in the end, like, do what you want to do. You know, the problem was if you don't run it as you know, under under our control, or not so much our control as, as uh, under the technical regulations being enforced. And so, you know, there's at least one hot motor and, you know, one ECU that shouldn't have been there and, you know, tires or whatever you like. And, you know, you don't have an even playing field. So it doesn't, in the end, that doesn't work. Um, so, look... But what it did show is that they all they all enjoyed it, and, and I think you know, V8 Supercar thought that's pretty cool too, and, and and I think that's in a in a funny way brought us closer together. Uh, and uh, look, if we're going to do this, let's let's keep it keep it in some sort of control. And uh, I think we didn't really support it either because you know we'd run our round. I mean, this, we'd run our series. You know, we'd we'd presented the trophies for the for the final round and and for the series, and to suddenly to say, oh by the way, you know. 
we're going to go do this because you got to remember that whilst it was supported, a lot of people didn't support it. You know, because because you know they had made other plans. You know, it costs money. <laughs> you know, what's in it? Uh, you know, uh, we run it. We already run. We already run the series. Why would we want to do it? So it sort of it was a, it was a it was a bit of a, a rebel group. But you know, I, I think that some of those people are back in the fold now. So you know, we we get on with it, and uh, all's happy. Well, interesting times ahead, and we look forward to seeing how the Kumo series can continue to develop, particularly on the back of what has been interesting conversations across the last few weeks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think it's it's a well-run series, and, we, and, and in terms of or put another way, I mean, there's some good people involved in it. You know, so in terms of managing it and, and teams and whatever, and it's a good thing. You know, and it's, it's stayed very faithful to the regulations and stayed very. You know, it is. It is, it is a V8 touring car logbook, but it is, it is very, very, very much a, a DNA of a V8 supercar. And it's just, and, and we've kept it, you know, we haven't played with it, we haven't, the only thing that's different is the tyres um, and, 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 the, uh, and the, the rev limit in, in the ECU. So that's something we might look at, we might actually bring the revs back to 7.5, you know, we might do that, that's a possibility. Um, if it's, I don't think it's make a lot of difference where it is, but you know, it's something we agreed to do in the early days. But you know, it's the real thing, and um, it just gives people opportunity to go and, to go and race them. So, and it's, you know, so far, so good. Well, thanks for your time today, and all the best with it. Okay, my pleasure. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.